Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're ambrosia or cancer, from 789 to call and answer, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. This is my co-host Evan, what a maroon! And this is my co-host Saker, his Barbies always do it on the first date. Mm, I like that, you're referencing the song, I forgot we're gonna do that from yeah, now that's, on. Yeah, that's, I think we finally found a, an opening groove. This is our niche, alright cool, we got uh, it. It's niche? Is it niche? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> niche, great. Niche, like, it's from French, isn't it? So Good, it well actually niche. though, yeah. I enjoy that. Well, hey, when you... when you Agreed. <laughs> you're a Japan man. I'm a Japan man. When you are saying Japanese words in English, do you pluralize them with an S on the end, personally? I feel like you like, have to give it like over... Katanas. Like We stole them. Yeah, kimonos. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you're not supposed to in Japanese. You would just say, you know... It, it depends on who I'm talking to. Like, if I'm talking to other people who are kind of into Japan, like I am, and who have spent time in Japan or studied yeah. Japan, I'll, I won't pluralize it. Does your brain work that hard? Does it, like, consider, like... The, well, also, you do like the you do like the kimono, like you do like the Japanese pronunciation too. When you're talking, when I'm like talking with you, your partner, yeah, who speaks Japanese, right? Like I, you know, I, I try and pronounce 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 the words <laughs> perfect uh, correctly, yeah, in, as a as a as close to a native Japanese speaker as I can get, being yeah. not a native Japanese speaker. Yeah, you guys are big Mr. Goofballs, though. I mean, you do uh, you do whole conversations in Japanese. Mm. You uh, you watch those Japanese shows, and you're constantly talking about which daimyo is going to overthrow oh, which yeah. samurai. Nope, that's not how. Well, I mean, I guess daimyo are samurai. So. See, I know what I'm talking about. Or daimyos. Mm, which daimyos and which samurai? Daimyo. Anyway, uh, yeah. Every language borrows words, so whether to pronounce them correctly. I mean, there, there's no correct pronunciation, is there? Yeah, but I, I feel like at some point you just have to I give mean, language up. Language is received. You have to give up the idea that they're from another language because English is its own beast. Mm-hmm. So at some point you just have to follow the linguistic rules of English. You have to give up that French, that niche, or what did you just say at the beginning? Niche. Niche. Yeah, it's, I, it's niche. Yeah. Niche. I think uh, as long as it's understood, right? I guess, yeah. Like, Language I mean, is that's all about the pur- That's the purpose of language, right? I is just, to make yourself, un- make your thoughts understood. So grammar, as long as the person you're talking to. Yeah. People who are obsessed with, with proper grammar like, piss me off so much. Yeah, I wish there were less of them. Me too. Did you just agree to No, me? yeah, I agreed with you. I wish there were... Say it. Oh, Say it. Less of them. Oh. <laughs> Actually, that's correct. I wish there were less of them. They were, they were all a little bit like well, fewer little. means you can't you can count them uh-huh. less means you can't so you were correct <laughs> oh they can count they can be counted right no, how many who knows how many there are okay so any <laughs> there's less sand on this beach than another beach you wouldn't say there were fewer sands i suppose yeah there are less i wish there were less linguists in the world who said the thing that i dislike also you can't use the word this upsets me uh-huh grammar nazi it was such. It was. It was linguistic shorthand. Mm-hmm. Remember when Nazi used to be a playful thing that we could say in culture because they didn't exist anymore. Well, I they, mean, did, they exist, did, but they. But at we least... our privilege shielded us from having to deal with them. Yes. So our is what you're saying. Shielded us. So so yes. Now we come face to face with them, and we're like, oh, yeah, the Nazi's not fun to say. Yeah. Even back in the day when we were saying it, it wasn't a good thing to say, and there were people who had to deal with them. Yeah. It just wasn't us. We were just talking about this yesterday. And I'm, I'm guilty of that. Like I, I used the word Nazi a lot back in the day. Oh yeah. Well, I was, I was sort of joking. We were talking about it at your place. I was over and uh, we were talking about uh, how Facebook has those memories and they'll go back like, you know, 10 years uh, ago on yeah. this date, you said 
this word that you wouldn't say nowadays. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. ugly. It's amazing to see how far culture's come in 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, generally in a good direction. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, to be more inclusive and more respectful. I mean, yeah. that's like the only, the only argument I ever won with an alt writer was like uh, pronouns. Pronouns. Yeah. What, what was the argument? That he was like, ah, that. I can't remember all the pronouns, you know, like <laughs> basically it's like a bullshit alt-right right, garbage right. argument. Like it's, you know, and I'm just like, dude, you just got to call people what they want to be called. Like you remember people's names, don't you? Yeah. yeah, I guess I do. It's like, it's just like a name. <laughs> just remember the person's preferred pronoun. It's not hard to do, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like your name, uh, his name is, well, I'm going to use a different Whoa, name. Whoa, I was about I'm to use say a different, you're about I'm to gonna call use, it no, I, mean, I was going to try to think of a, a name that would work with the same analogy that okay. I used. So it's like your name is Andrew, but you go by Andy. So you're like, please call me Andy. And I'm like, okay, Andrew. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, so yeah. it's the same sort of thing. And he's I like, would... oh, okay, I get it. And that was, I think that's the only argument I ever won on Facebook. Yeah. Ever. I assume it was on a Bernie Lady's fan page, and you were using the example of Andy Cregan, right? You would never call him Andrew Cregan. You would never call him James yes, Cregan. Yes. You would never call him Edward Rob Robertson. Edward Robertson. Stephen Page. Tyler Field Stewart. <laughs> Tyler Field. <laughs> I assume that's his full. Is that his full first name, Tyler Field? What is is Tyler short for something? Uh, Von Tyler. Von t- Tyler Von Tyler. <laughs> it's a great full name. Um, yeah, boy, you know what name? Dick. Dick is a from real like weird one, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it wasn't. What's the etymology that, of that? It's from Richard. Isn't yeah, it? but why? I don't fucking know. Okay. It was like a like my son's Lucius, right? Yeah. And we call him Luke. Yeah. And they're like, well, there's no K in the sound, but it actually comes from Latin, Lucius, right? Because they don't have soft C's in Latin. I see. So it'd be Lucius, and that's where Luke comes from. Or I don't see speaking <laughs> Latin. <laughs> a little Latin joke for you, oh. linguos, linguos out there. <laughs> All you linguos. Hey, speaking of all you linguos out there, we have a master of linguistics, master of the spoken word. You've seen him on Netflix's Love, playing the lovable Loaf Randy. He's a founding member of the sketch troupe The Birthday Boys, and you can hear him on podcasts like Bubble and, of course, Doughboys. It is the leader of Spoon Nation, Mitchie Two Spoons himself, Mike Mitchell. Hi, Mitch. How are you? What's up, guys? How are you? Oh, we oh, are doing great. great. We're yeah, really excited wonderful. to have you on. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Can I ask you, why are you excited? <laughs> are you are you a Bare Naked Ladies fan or? Uh, I would say I would say I am a Bare Naked Ladies fan. Yeah, I, I uh, awesome. I, I mean, like. Look, not a fan. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a fan in like quotes. I'm, I'm not. Sure. I'm not a true fan. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, I, I remember the bare naked ladies, and 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 I enjoyed them. Like I, I, I have no ill will towards the bare no, naked ladies. So. I love how quickly it got downgraded to fan versus I don't want to hurt them. <laughs> but I think everybody's pretty. Uh, everybody's pretty recalcitrant on this podcast to call themselves a fan. Everybody's like, yeah. I, I liked one week. I liked a few of their uh, their albums. Uh, everybody, you... everybody likes one week. Everyone, oh, yeah. every, right? I mean, who who doesn't like one week? For sure, it's, it's a, hard not it, to. Probably yeah. pre- President Trump probably doesn't like one week. <laughs> Boy, yeah, I know. Uh, he, uh, yeah. Uh, it's I mean, it's all it's it's kind of cultural Un. cultural currency nowadays too. I mean, one week is almost like uh, I mean, kind of <laughs> in the comedy world, it's been is kind of like a, a, yeah. a cue for like everybody knows uh, what's going on when you say that. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I, I've I've worked on a on a uh, a comedy show with 
Jonah Ray called um, Hidden America. Hidden America, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and we and we there was always going to be like a. We like we were making fun of bare naked ladies a lot, and I and I I, I secretly did I secretly don't like that I I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm on I'm on the bare naked lady side. Were you, uh, you, you wrote for that show? Were you in the writers' room like nervously like uh, like Hey guys, I, I, I'm not sure if we should you know like, like come on they're they're good people we shouldn't take the piss out of them. Yeah. I, I I I went along with the ride. I I I I I totally I betrayed my morals and I just I just went after them. Oh, <laughs> I just joined in. That. Yeah. All oh. it takes yeah. for bad people to make fun of the bare naked ladies is for good people to do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel like it's almost like, and not that I am the biggest defender of them in the world, and I I feel like we do make fun of them quite a bit on this podcast. But it's almost at this point becoming like. Like it's a punching bag. It's almost too easy, right? Like we should pivot to like Creed yeah. or like I don't know. Oh yeah, there's got to be another band that's easy to make fun of, right? Oh, oh I, I feel like any any like new metal band. I <laughs> oh can, yeah, I can I can make fun of more than than bare naked ladies. I like I I I have a big appreciation for the '90s. I always feel like I was like just like a little too like I I wish that I went to like college and like the er, like the earnest 90s instead of like <laughs> the when Iraq, i got yeah, yeah like I, I got there in the 2000s like people made i liked dave matthews band so like and i and i still do and i, I know that their fans are really bad but mm-hmm. like i like when i got to college i was like oh like you know like six years ago this is what i would have been this would have been fine uh <laughs> and now like everyone thinks that this is dorky and lame but then at the same time like I remember like feeling like like an outcast because they were listening to like Incubus, and right. I remember they were like, "Do you like that song? Wish you were here." And Pink Floyd is one of my favorite bands. I was like, "Like I love Wish You Were Here. It's like <laughs> one of my favorite songs." And then they're like, "No, idiot! Like Incubus is Wish You Were Here." And I was like, "Oh no, I, I, this song is awful." Yeah, the better one that everybody knows, the one that will definitely be relevant in twenty years. <laughs> No, I, it's honestly, the theme song of a generation. Oh, for sure. Wish you were here, <laughs> uh, Mitch. You um, to be honest, I not that I, I mean, Dave Matthews again. I knew nothing about them really, and and you kind of go along with like, oh, Dave Matthews is easy to make fun of because mm-hmm. it's just you know another cultural touchstone. But mm-hmm. I gotta say, Mitch, you kind of got me into them on that. You talking DMB to me? Oh wow! Of the double. Um, that that, at that we you know after we did that I was very excited to do that and and uh, and I'm sure why well, I, I I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies or like <laughs> I mean I'm, I I would have to guess you really do love them if if you're if you made a podcast about I, them but I, yeah. Go ahead. I yeah. mean, I think I think at this point we've we've Stockholm syndromed ourselves. Yeah, I, we do love them, but we well, Saker's character arc is the super fan. Yes, and he Evan's slowly <laughs> realizes what like the the darkness inherent in his fandom. And my character arc is someone who came in like you know, barely like remembering the bare naked ladies, being like, eh, okay, and then slowly being Stockholmed into loving them. Yeah. So I'm like I'm like I'm the second step or third step in my character arc at sure. this moment. <laughs> so yeah, I I I I wanted people to appreciate because I actually think that. Dave Matthews Band is like town, and they get like mm-hmm. they get a lot of crap because they're they do have. Even though I went on to argue in that podcast, Stephen, that the fans that people don't like are probably not even really like we're probably fans that liked a few songs. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I feel like the actual hardcore fans are like a bunch of dorks that like myself <laughs> that are that just like genuinely love the band, and so. Uh, like after we did it, I was like, "Oh, this was fun," and it would like I really wanted to like 
have people kind of re-examine Dave Matthews Band, but then also I was like, uh, for people who don't like them, though, we need to like, if we do this again, we we need to make fun of them more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, it was it was almost too kind to the to the Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> well, no, because you were it was earnest, and I truly. I, yeah. I, I, I value that earnestness over the, yeah. the you know, 10 layers of irony. Like. And, that's, and that's the, the tightrope <laughs> we try and walk on this podcast, too. Like, we make fun of the Bare Naked Ladies, but also we try and do it in a loving way. Yeah. Because they are, oh, yeah. I mean, they're a great band. They're yeah. they're technicians. They're very consummate musicians. Yeah, they are. Consummate, yeah. consummate music. There's a lot of groups like that, though, where the fandom is so bad that it, it makes you not proud to say that you are. Like, there's a lot of video games that are like that, where, like, they're, they're just ruined by horrible people mm-hmm. who create this toxic space around them. And you're like, of course, oh, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I guess I don't like first-person shooters anymore. Like Or Rick and Morty. Or Rick and Morty's a yeah. great example. Yeah, that's true. That's, I mean, it's a great yeah. show with a terrible fan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's some, yeah, there's some bad, there's, yeah, there's bad fans out there everywhere. There's, yeah, there's, it's, I mean, that's just the world, I guess. There's bad, you know, there's people who aren't as, as nice as you would want them to be, I guess. That's, that's how I'll put it. Yeah. yeah. They can ruin everything. Do you think it's the same person? (laughs) It's just one guy infiltrating (laughs) popular. Definitely a guy. Yeah. Probably. there probably is smaller numbers of them than you think. They're just with multiple yeah. accounts. I'm sure that is the deal. <laughs> Russian, <laughs> Russian troll farms trying to ruin American media. Why are they trying to ruin American media? I see. Um, so, Nothing your country makes is good. <laughs> uh, Mitch, I wanted to ask you. Um, obviously, Doughboys is is kind of your 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 baby uh, at this point. Although I'm sure there are other things you'd like to be known for more. <laughs> how much you and Nick hate uh, doing the podcast. But I wanted to know, like trying to find some common ground between the two. Uh, you talk about music a lot on the show, but do you have mm. any specific food memories that are tied in with song memories? I know that's a weird question, mm. but is there any common ground between our two worlds at this point? It's obviously not Bare Naked Ladies, clearly, but... Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to think of it as like a specific example, sure, but... Sure. I'm so sure that they're a hundred percent like, like, I mean, so many of like, like, you know, like so many memories when, when, when I just am thinking back on like my childhood or whatever, right. There are, they're tied to like food and song, like, it, like, you know, like specific moments. That's like, all you think about is like, oh, that song was playing or I was eating this or I was doing that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm sure that there is some overlap, but I can't, right. I can't, I can't think of one right now. I'm sure there's something and I my like, I should text my sister. Actually, I think I will. <laughs> oh yeah, because oh, really? I, yeah, because I, I bet you they will. I bet you they'll know something good that I that I'm forgetting. Sure, well, but I, I I can't I can't like I, I guess I can't think of any like pop song and like I was oh, like no. I was eating a Big Mac and like <laughs> well, yeah I mean like every... there it is came on. And... <laughs> it's hard to pull that out of the ether just from nowhere. Well, so like, every time I listen to uh, Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go On," I always think of like a pizza VR. You ever done that so, where you get like so a fresh fuck. pizza just out of the box and then you slip your you slip your hands under both sides and you get your face really close to it and then you just fold the edges up no, so they're just up. right next to your face. So no matter no matter what direction you look, yeah. you, you only see pizza and you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna eat you. You're so cheesy, you're, I can't wait. You're you're being an idiot. Pizza but... VR. It's, you can only do that with New York style pizza. It's hard to do with Chicago. But honestly, fast food commercials do that for me more. There used oh, to for be sure. a, a KFC commercial that used Sweet Home Alabama, but instead of the words, it was just buck, 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 buck. And then whenever I hear Sweet Home Alabama, I can't help but hear like chicken clucking as like the the tune for it. So oh, for sure. For as as far as like yeah, as far as like 
corporate anthems or oh, whatever, yeah. or like, yeah. or like, you know, like, uh, like, like Domino's Buffalo, like gotta be, gotta be Domino's Buffalo <laughs> Wings. Like I, re- yeah. I, re- I remember like singing that as like a kid, like the night we were going to get like pizza or something. But <laughs> I, 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 all of the I kids just, at school saying, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you singing that? <laughs> or I feel like, I feel like chicken tonight, the KFC song. Oh, so those, yeah. like that, that, that music in, in food, that's definitely a crossover. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think if there's like, because I know there's, I know that there's the other level of it too. I'm, I'm, I'm like the examples that finally came to my head were, like me and like Jeff Dutton and I would when we were was in the Birthday Boys, mm-hmm. well, which I still am, but we, we don't do anything anymore. But right. when 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 we were like you know meeting every week for the Birthday Boys, and you guys just would um, eat an entire cake. <laughs> Uh, what's that? Oh no, yeah, no, we would, we would never, we we would that never. That was an eat. easy reach. I'm sorry. Hey, you know, what, you know, you know, what, you know. What, my sister just texted back to me. What's that? I said, "Are there any food and music memories that you remember?" My sister wrote, "Elaborate." <laughs> <laughs> elaborate, probably. Elaborate. Oh, I'm sorry. Elaborate. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Well, okay. Uh, wait. There you go. Birthday. Running on empty and birthday cake. That's your food and music. That's, oh, that that is that is that's 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 my that's that's that that would be. Uh, I'm sorry that I mispronounced but elaborate. By no, the way, but okay. that, no, that's, no, 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 it's okay. Um, we talked that, about pronunciation that, earlier. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and how it's okay that, to it, pronounce how everything, anything, any way you want to say it. <laughs> She, 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 she's very, she, no, she's still confused. I just gave her a follow-up and she's confused. (laughs) Um, But, but, um, so running on empty and cake is probably the, that maybe is like, or like running on empty and like, honestly, I get pizza on my birthday. That's probably the, um, and so that's, that's kind of like, that's, that's, that's the, that's maybe the closest I, I feel like that's the closest I have. And then Jeff Dutton and I used to sing like, you know, to the tune of of uh, California Love, we'd sing California Roll. We sang California Roll oh, yum. when we were like gonna get uh, um, when we were gonna get sushi or whatever. Sure. But that's mm-hmm. that's like oh. that's du- I told you that's dumb. Yeah, yeah that's so delightfully um, dumb though. I really enjoy that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Oh, cool. Well, I guess we should we could segue straight into Bernie. Yeah, speaking of food. Point. Speaking of food. Oh yes, my God! Let's... I had this specific uh, guest for this specific episode. Natella Shell Hill. This week's song. <laughs> this week's song is called "Life in a Nutshell." If you're not familiar with it, here is a quick clip. She was three. Her Barbies always did it on the first date. Now she's with me. There's never any need for them to demonstrate. Cause she's like a baby. I'm like a cat when we are. Okay, so life <laughs> in a nutshell. Uh, Mitch, uh, I had you listen to this song this week. What were your thoughts on it? What did you think about it? Um, I, uh,. It was very funny when I when we when we when I listened to this song because I was like, there's so many bare naked lady songs that uh, <laughs> that I that I would like love to talk about right. and and then this song is just not. We gave you this piece e- of shit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, like yeah, this this one is just so not in my stratosphere that I am like oh I, like it, it, I, when I listened to it I was like. Oh, I think I've heard. I feel like I maybe have heard this song before. Right. Yeah. But 
it's a but, good but, first reaction. Maybe it's familiar. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've maybe heard this song before. And then I did like a couple listens to it. I looked at the lyrics and I was like, mm, the lyrics are weird. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> Definitely. And, um, and, and I feel like we'll probably talk about that. But he, I, it was just one that I was like, I understand why this, I understand why I don't know this one. Like, it, it makes sense that I... It makes sense that this wasn't in my life. Right. Um, yeah, that this wasn't. This uh, definitely but, wasn't a hit. <laughs> this was not. Yeah, it wasn't. And like, so like, growing up, like, lying in bed, like Brian Wilson did, or whatever. Yeah. Like, that was like, my dad would sing that song to me. I feel like we were like a pro naked lady, a bare naked ladies household. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay. Like, like you know, he would sing that song to me because I would sleep in or whatever. Right. And. <laughs> Uh, if I had like a million dollars, I feel like we, that's Beer Naked Ladies, right? I, yeah. I'm not getting, those are, okay. those are all from the first album. So like their first album was filled with all the, mm. the big, like the hits. And then they just sort of, this is from their second album where they were kind of, you know, maybe petering out a little bit, sophomore effort. Um, yeah, no, it was, it, and so like, we, we, I, I, I liked, if I have a million dollars, I liked lying in bed and I, I was like, we, we, we were, we were pro Beer Naked Ladies households. Uh-huh. Lying in bed like Brian Wilson does, I relate to it. I, I, uh, if I had a million dollars, it's a fun like '90s song. This song, this is like a deep cut that I that I just I I I, I couldn't get on board with. After a few listens, though, I was like, oh, I like it. It's a pleasant song. I think <laughs> it, I, I, like a pleasant sounding song. The right. li- the lyrics are maybe kind of that's how they that's <laughs> they, how they get yeah, you. Stay yeah. otherwise. I love yeah. that. That is ninety percent of our guests on this show. The eventual consensus they come to is. It was all like it was not offensive to listen to that song, which is yeah, no, it was it was it was nice. I would rather have that on like in the back. You know, Tim Kalpakis always makes fun of me for Dave, with Dave Matthews Band. He's like, it's like that's like the music that they play like in Ross Dress for Less. <laughs> like uh, the, like it's like when you're walking through Ross Dress for Less, they have on like Satellite, yeah, and I'm sure. like, oh yeah, like uh, I, yeah, you're right. I guess that's true. <laughs> But like that, that I, I don't even think that that's like a like I don't even really think that's like a big criticism because I'm like oh like whatever it's pleasant it's nice pleasant music yeah. and and like this is the same thing like if I was in some department store and this song came on I'd be like this is nice I like I I I, I, I don't mind walking through here you know what I mean oh, for like sure yeah it would it yeah. would fade away though it would not yeah. it was forefront well, this song is not at the uh, at the top of your list when you're walking through a store the Columbus no. Zoo in our in our fair city of Columbus. <laughs> is one of the best zoos in the nation i'm told but they they i took my took my son there the other day and they have like elevator music renditions of 90s hits oh do they really so it'd be like somebody it was just no no song yeah. no, no no vocals just just music track just like some like studio band yeah. playing through like a soft a soft jazz version of like natalie ambrulia or like alanis morissette right. or there, like bare naked well, there was a bare naked ladies song that came on for real yeah oh you should have taken taken a little video people would have loved that <laughs> <laughs> what song was i like it? to I also take i also like nuts. to think of like a zoo with a, like a like a like a bare naked lady song in the zoo, and then like the like the monkeys start like rattling their cages. <laughs> Free yeah. us! No, it's the song of their culture. Bare naked ladies are. Uh... Yeah, see, monkeys no, love no, them. yeah. If anything, <laughs> I think that was. If their... anything, you could you could play the you could play the song to zoo animals, and they would <laughs> yeah, they would they would be happy. They would be calm. I think it would calm them sure, down. Yeah. They, I think they... that was the slogan for their last summer on Earth tour. Right? <laughs> yeah. Monkeys love them. It makes the monkeys quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else will quiet the monkeys. I, I sure. I 
I didn't know where you were going with that, Mitch. Like, are they pissed off that Bare Naked Ladies are playing, or do they want to be with them? Or there's so many directions for this. I, I, I should have used another, like a bad band, to say that they were getting like upset at. No, I, I think Bare Naked Bare Naked Ladies would calm them down. Right, right. If, okay. you, if, if I if I fell into a cage or a monkey cage, I'd want them to start playing. This is Bare bad. Naked Ladies in I, hopes that they like didn't tear off my. Genitals, basically. <laughs> I want that to be. And that's the, what monkeys go for. The back of the box quote for the next BNL album is: "If I fell into a cage, I would want them to play this album." And you, you, you are Evan. Is, did you say that that's that's what monkeys go for? Because you're right. Yeah, they go straight for the go genitals. For. Straight for the straight for the dick. Yeah. Uh, those those little fu- yeah monkeys are fucked up. They're yeah, fucked monkeys up. Monkeys are fucked. There's so many yeah. stories of like people with their pet monkeys and their faces got ripped off and shit. Like, yeah. why would you ever try to cage? The wild nature of a beast. Um, like, monkeys are not domesticated. Yeah. <laughs> they belong yeah. in the jungle. Yeah, yeah. Wally and Irma would never do that to you, would they? Oh, no. Maybe they they're, would. They're, 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 they're circling around, right? You know, every time someone is like, you're like, your cats would eat you if you died. I don't think they, I, don't, I think they would be, I think they wouldn't eat me. Unless oh. it, like, it came down to it, and I've said this before, but I would hope that they would eat me if they were starving. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, if, 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 if I, if for in some scenario where, like, people didn't find me for, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we can't start talking about no, this. we can't. But, uh, uh, but yeah, Another in a scenario hole. like that, where I, right. where I was, where no one found me for weeks, then I would hope that they sure. would eat me. At the very least, And you least, know what? Yes. I, I hope that, the, I hope that Bare Naked Ladies was playing, and they could have a nice little... <laughs> <laughs> to put them to sleep, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. that's that's that's, the, that's their food and music memory. <laughs> Listen to these sweet, sweet vocals. <laughs> Drift off to At dreamland. At least they wouldn't rip your genitals off. So speaking <laughs> speaking of, you touched a little bit on the lyrics. Let's talk about the lyrics of this song a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Um, speaking of cats. Speaking of cats. Yeah, she's like a baby. I'm like a cat. When we're happy, we both get fat. She's like a baby. I'm like a cat. When we are happy, we both get fat and still. I thought that line was cute. It's a cute line. Like, and I, that, li- that line is cute, and yeah. I, it's relatable. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I've had... I'm pretty sure I wrote this in my notes here. Like every girlfriend I've ever had at some point along the line, I've quoted that line to them. Like, Oh, I'm getting fat. Like, well, we're both happy. So we both get fat like a baby mm-hmm. and a cat. And they just stare at me blankly or angrily is how it pans out. That, is like, that, uh, is that usually, is that the end of the relationship? That is pretty, pretty close. <laughs> the end of every relationship I've ever had. It's been the bacon ladies. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, we're been in this relationship for what? Two months now. So I'm going to stop putting work into my appearance. <laughs> That's how I work. That's right. Um, but yeah, a lot of this, I do think there's a lot of cuteness in this. You know, like it's very again, the the ladies were like whatever mid twenties when they wrote this, so it's still got that like very kind of juvenile. Like she's at the movies, I'm on the phone. When we're separated, we're never alone, but still, it's never enough. Like it's really cute, like high school sort of like I can't be with this person enough. Like I feel like I always got to be with mm-hmm. them, which is sweet, I think. Um, but, but sort of, it sort of captured yeah. for me the uh, the rush of endorphins that you get, like they hit you like in an early relationship, like where you just started dating and you get like maybe a week or two where you're just like basically you're addicted to the person, yeah. like you can't like you're like just thinking about them all the time yeah. and like feeling really like at, at the time it's I don't know I I think back on it and I can sort of shiver because that's just like creepy to me. It feels <laughs> really like uncomfortable to me to be like yeah you're like addicted to a human being yeah. like, you want to be around them all the time and oh, like you're sure. so worried and so freaked out. Yeah. So I, I get that. But for me, this was more uh, the the read on this song was more 
not like a high school relationship, but um, written when they were a popular band or a semi-popular band. So mm. the the protagonist is like on the on tour oh, all the time. Oh, okay. And this this girl or guy? Oh, it's a girl because he says she. Oh, I'm on the phone. Yeah, like, so I, I'm talking to you on the phone. Yeah, I'm talking on the phone. Like, she's at the movies. She's doing her. She's living her life, and she doesn't want to like impose on his time. And that's why he says my time is often decided for me because he's like a touring musician. Oh, shit. That's what that was my read. That was my straight up read on it. It's not that easy because my time is often decided for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that 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 tracks, I think. Of course it tracks, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do wow. it. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is... Well, don't patronize me. You're like, yeah, that's probably okay. <laughs> no. Listen, I'm looking at my notes. I'm trying to figure out what to say next, but I also want to give you your positive reinforcement. I know how you can go off the rails if you don't constantly get, yeah, like, yeah. pets on the head. I'll take Great. another tooth. Great. I'll take another fucking tooth out of your <laughs> mouth, Saker. Don't, please don't. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I thought some of these lyrics were a little clever by half. Like, all that matters to me is she, because we needed a rhyme for this line. <laughs> like... Yeah, all the, all all that all that matters to me is she. I did not like. That was like Oof. a moment where I was like, "Ooh, I don't like that line. I don't yeah. like how it's coming." Like, I I I I have no issue with like the sentiment behind the line, uh, but like, I'm I'm like just the way that it comes off in the song. It's just like it it almost brought it to a standstill oh, yeah. for me. I, I was like, "Wait, is something coming after this?" No. Oh, that's the end of <laughs> like that. That was what they planned on doing. Here we go. We're on to the next. <laughs> We're on to the next verse. That's so insulting. Like, oh, that was, oh, that was the line. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm still waiting for the punchline, Steve. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. It is, it, it's very confusing and like too clever. And yeah, I, I, I was not, I was not a fan of that. So here's either. my question. The uh -huh. girl, the girl that the singer's talking about is a kid, right? What? Where did you get this? <laughs> Now I'm not going to pet you on the head. What is your, what's your read here? So her actions. Let's let's go through her actions, right? When she was three. Her barbers always, always did it. Which, first number date. one, gross, confusing. Yeah. yeah. When she was three, her barbers always did it on the first date. Now she's with me. There's never any need for them to demonstrate because she's like a baby. Oh, this, 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 I mean, I think that that's so, it's so, see, I, I kind of have like, so, so Evan, you were saying that you think that this is, he's on the road, and so this is basically yeah. him like dealing with someone he's dating with while he's on the well, he's on the road, my, or, or, or yeah, or or it's with a child. I, I yeah, can't, that's what I, I, was, I, that was my oh, read. Like it's a like a father, a father child, because of. it's like when you're when you have a kid for the first time, and it just sort of like it takes over your life. Because I mean, she's who memorizes every pencil crayon color in the box except for a child. Memorize. Every pencil crayon color in the box Her blue green eyes Compliment the bird Sienna in her lock She's the moon well, I'll, I'll tell you who does Is a Manic Pixie Dream Girl Which is what this um, whole album has been about so far Like, I don't think this is a Manic Pixie Dream Girl though She seems she seems too chill to be a Pixie Dream Girl She's not driving him to anything She's like, yeah, if you gotta do what you gotta do, man I'll be here uh, yeah. like, Oh man, I, I do like this I do like your read on it better because like the the other way where it's like someone that he's like that he's dating or is you know like 
sleeping with or is lusting right, after right. like mm-hmm. if it's if it's the other way it, this song is fucked up and weird <laughs> and i don't and i and i don't like it truly like <laughs> it, like if it's about a if it's about a kid i now have to like look at these lyrics thinking that it's his child right right yeah uh, but it, also still strange that her Barbies always did it on the first day. <laughs> yeah, dad needs to be there to teach her that, yeah, that, that her that, Barbie shouldn't be having sex. And also, how is that conversation happening between father and child? Also, yeah, that, that showed an uncomfortable like amount of knowledge of intimacy as a child. I, I guess oh, you, no, go, no, you, no. you play Evan, doctor we're, and we're, stuff. We're but... leaving this area. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're, we're not going to go into an uncomfortable amount of intimacy. <laughs> like, what are, oh. Also, th- three years old. Dear God. Oh, what, yeah. what, what, I, I like. I feel like. I, like. Uh, at nineteen, I probably still didn't understand how that works. So, uh, <laughs> I'm, like, uh, I'm thirty three, and I still don't quite understand how sex yeah. works. Wait a second. I, mean, I don't know. But uh, Evan, you have a child. Do you I know? Do? Can you teach me sometime? Yeah, we. Yeah, teach us. Teach yeah, the two yeah, of us right now. Well, there's no better time. Now, okay. Okay. Do you want me to describe describe my actions as I'm doing them? Uh, like, are you? Gonna, how are we gonna? How are we gonna do this? Boy. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, the lyrics. Okay. Yeah. So there's there's some other weirdo kind of stuff in here. Um, so when it, when it said it's never enough, at first I started interpreting that as like, uh, oh, they want to be together, they want to be together. But then I thought, and, and Mitch, you you're probably not privy to this, but but Steve is is not a good per. In most songs, he plays a piece of shit narrator, right? So I wondered if it's uh-huh. never enough was him trying to be like. I want more than just this relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I want this relationship, and I want a girl on the side, and I want this. See, I thought this, this actually wasn't necessarily a negative relationship for me. It, it seems like it's a relationship that's going to flame out pretty fast. Like, they're just like, you know, they're on fire, so it's, mm-hmm. like, not going to last, I thought. But, yeah, it's not bad. Well, N- nothing that is, you know. I mean, if he's, a, if he's a touring artist, then it's sort of a long-distance relationship, though. Sure. Sure, and, and we've all been. I mean, I feel like everyone has had a long distance, or at least tried to have a long distance relationship. Right. So, <laughs> no successful ones yet. Well, I mean, out I, of the my, human history. with my partner, we had a long distance relationship for a while. while Did he you was, really? He was in Japan for six oh, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. When we first started dating, so. Okay, guys, this 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 song is so weird. I'm now like, <laughs> I'm just looking through the lyrics again, and it's so it's so weird. This is so weird. <laughs> it's super weird. Absolutely. The, 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 this it, it it feels like there's like a like some weird da vinci code type shit behind <laughs> us that i don't understand like i i I, re- I really i like evan's read of that it's that it is his daughter or something like i i that's yeah. what i want it to be now and if, if it wasn't there, for that it, first line i would be all about that <laughs> yeah the first line is so str- but then yeah. also like it does very much feel like a relationship my my read on it was that it was like like uh, it's never. It's like it, it felt. It felt like a bad relationship when I when I was thinking about it. it. Was like, oh, like all the time that I spend with her is not enough for her. She wants me oh. to like. She wants me to spend more time with her, but like I want to do my own thing. That's why like she's at the movies and like calling me on the phone or whatever is basically how I, I like. I, I felt like it was like it's never enough because she's like always wants me to be there more. And then the and then the time that I that like it's like all my time is decided for me is basically like he thinks that he's spending too much time with her. Yeah. That's like that's what I that's what I thought it was. But I, I do feel you there. That chorus can be read like so many different. Uh, okay, so like her life in a nutshell. No way would she want it to change me. It's not that easy because my time is often decided for me. Her life in a nutshell. No. 
want to change him what nobody said that she was like what's changing him what's not easy he's saying it's not that easy what's not that easy like what i didn't understand yeah. what i was missing in the it's the chorus is very catchy it's a fucking bop like mm -hmm. it's it's stuck in my head since yeah. i listened to the song like 40 times but like mm -hmm. then when you dig in a little more it's like what the fuck is being uh, said here <laughs> it's like someone famous trying to date someone who's not famous like i mean who who the who the hell like Harry po like Ginny Weasley yeah. like Harry Potter's girlfriend slash wife <laughs> okay. like like Harry Potter's a famous dude but she's just a we one of the Weasley brood yeah right? so if this is like a Harry Potter Ginny Weasley relationship where he's out like which yeah fighting Voldemort no, I was gonna say which makes it so unrelatable <laughs> yeah oh absolutely yes this song yeah. is is quintessential it's for famous people by famous people <laughs> yeah so like yeah what do well, I care I mean, it could be like I don't know a cult and the, the so from the position of like a summoned demon or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, like who, uh, go so, further. So like a demon is summoned and bound, right? Uh huh. And then it actually the demon like falls in love with the cult leader uh, who bound it. Uh huh. So I mean, because I think about like all I always think about <laughs> demon summoning and stuff. Like the problem wouldn't be summoning them or binding them; it'd be now, getting them to leave. Because who wants to go back to fucking hell? Like hell's true. not a good place. Well, here's like, the deal: Ev, you got to be careful. You don't know this about Mitch, but he's very very scared of the devil. I don't like the devil. He doesn't like demons. The, de the, the devil is scary to me. I don't like he the devil. He is scary. It's tr it's <laughs> you're, you're right to be frightened. <laughs> right. I mean, who? So just tread lightly here is what I'm yeah. saying. Walk well, on eggshells. So no, this, this is my worst case scenario that the song is about <laughs> yeah. the devil. Though. I mean, by all, accounts, by all accounts, hell is a way worse place than Earth, right? <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> so... So it's hard to believe sometimes, yeah. but I <laughs> yeah, guess so. Right. <laughs> so it'd be, it'd be a problem. Like, I always wondered why, like... De demons always like to want to consume the soul and go back to hell that seems like a dumb plan oh, right. like, you, you don't want to stay on earth stay for earth. as long as possible yeah you got like, tv and like yeah. stofers and like yeah, that'd be great <laughs> yeah like, in hell. oh i'm not being whipped by like a, <laughs> That's a dildo their TV, though they they like like they like that, that they they like it <laughs> well, it's, you know fucking, what i mean they're, they're all pervs <laughs> in hell is that what you're saying basically yeah like it's uh, the set the cenobites and so on they oh, all yeah. they all like the, i have such they get into that they you. get into that shit <laughs> yeah, for sure to think i hesitated but there must be like another level below them that like don't like like they don't like it and they're just stuck there the ones that don't visit you know what i mean <laughs> sure. people who just get in the very i was gonna say in the very real hell we're talking about here right. hell that ex exists below our feet <laughs> uh but below our feet uh go go, go ahead i'm sorry that's why you have to call your out. utility company before you dig in the backyard oh, you don't right. want to open a giant <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i wonder like can you send like when if a sadomasochist is to go to hell like they'd be all about it right like burning in the hot flames for eternity well, like, different hells is there a double hell for there's them? different hells and different tortures oh right? really okay so, i mean it's it, hell doesn't really exist so <laughs> it's a modern conception of hell is just being tortured but because most people don't like being tortured right oh i understand <laughs> i wasn't clear on that thank you for clearing that up for me most people don't like being tortured got it um all right uh yeah i don't know lyrically how I... hard would it be for dumbledore to get a date what the fuck are you talking about? Like Dumbledore. That's a good question. Albus Dumbledore? I'm here. I'm on it. Well, he's dating, uh, he, he's dating what's-his-fuck in the second Fantastic Beast movie, I think. Right. But I mean, like, as, I'm not talking about Dumbledore, the, like, young adult. I'm talking about, like, Dumbledore. The old-ass man. The, not old-ass man. <laughs> you put my hyphen in the wrong place. <laughs> I didn't say old-ass man. I said old-ass man. Dumbledore, the distinguished gentleman. Okay. Uh, yeah, so how, how's he going to get a date? He's not. He's a headman. He's too busy. Right, but I feel bad for him. 
Okay. But if he did if he did date somebody, it would be kind of like this this relationship. Yeah, for sure. So he's just dating like a Weasley. Okay. One of the Weasley boys. Ooh. Mm. One of the older Weasley boys. Okay, all right. Sorry. Right. I think Dumbledore, Dumbledore probably didn't have like a lot of relationships, is my guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is uh yeah. I mean, he's kind of, it will be interesting to see that. I, I I didn't like the first Fantastic Beast movie, but No, I thought it was garbage, uh, yeah. Yeah. It had part. maybe maybe maybe, maybe this new one. do people do people like the books are people like fans of the books I don't even no? there is no books there's right a, there's a, a fantastic beast and where to find oh. them book it's just it's just like a bestiary though like, oh so this a is like a, totally, oh. a separate thing with mm-hmm. the same name well no it's it's the it's features the character from like the bestiary okay and like but it's it fe- features the monsters from the bestiary the fantastic beasts from the bestiary but the story is all constructed by the, the oh studio. so it's just like a, a, oh. a final fantasy like here's all the monsters guide is all that book sort is. of yeah really yeah so there's no plot wow okay not, so they not just really made all i mean there's 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 a plot in that this guy is going around and collecting like did, beasts he's like did, he like he's like a travel log yeah but it's not like did jk go- rowling write this movie uh she was part of the part of the writing staff i okay. think like she had input on it okay more problematic that's people. that's crazy yeah <laughs> yeah um okay okay so good uh, yeah i i besides for that yeah i think there's a million reads to this i'm not sure which one is right but uh uh let's talk let's go musically for a second we'll Sound talk good. musically first up sure boy oh boy ed counting off at the beginning of the song yeah. i love count offs the best way to start a song you give me a one two three four <laughs> i'm uh, in for the long go, haul if it doesn't go to 20 <laughs> it's gotta go past 20 for me <laughs> you, want, you, you want the 100 count off at the beginning yeah, of every yeah. song you I'll, like your all your you cds build, to be 80 minutes you gotta build anticipation you gotta build the like the more numbers the better i want to and they don't even have to be sequential just say a bunch of random numbers it doesn't bother me like, i want i want to hear numbers yeah that's why i come that's why i come to bnl for that's what i want it's <laughs> just for a bunch of numbers 789 yep. is your favorite bnl song yeah okay got it Well, I, f- I feel I feel like counting off like one, two, three, four. I I like it in a lot of songs. Yeah. But then other other times it like takes me out of like the mystery of like because like for like I, I like the, a song to be like a little like a little story. It's a little storytelling. So I'm like when you say one, two, three, four, I'm like, oh yeah, they're in the studio and they're counting down. Like 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 it can bring me out of oh it. But God. I liked it here. I thought it was good here. Mitch, I love. I want to live inside your head where like the band organically just all began at the same. Like, <laughs> had this beautiful piece of music that they all conceptualized interpretively. That's 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 all they're trying to do. You know. What I mean like yeah the, the the i was just reading a thing about revolver today like 15 things you didn't know about revolver yeah. and it was like they were talking about how like they hung like a microphone from the ceiling and then like lennon or mccartney i forget which one like i think it was lennon was like push me around like in a chair and like <laughs> we'll do circles around the microphone and it's like that's such cool stuff and i also like that's also a thing that like n- like no bands do to like they don't i feel like current bands don't care about that sound and also like they aren't even afforded that anymore you know what i mean but but i'm like oh that's like such a cool thing and it's like caring about the sound so much right but then but then also like i'm like oh i wouldn't want them to like like knowing that fact is interesting but i just like to like be on that journey with the song you know what i mean I, i i don't i don't i don't i don't care to know that like they're counting down or this is where it is like this is like like I, i'm not i'm not a musician so i don't analyze it that way right. and i just have mm-hmm. fun with it you know what i mean oh, like yeah. and, and so and so like the countdown sometimes it works though it sometimes it works so great it works it works amazingly well like um uh i'm trying to think of the song I was, was it, is it a tom petty song i think it is okay mm-hmm. um uh 
some days are dying, right? One, two, three, four. <laughs> I don't. I'm uh, sorry, some, I can't help you. Oh no, you guys, you guys, you, I, I, I'll, I'll figure out what time it is. Okay. But sometimes, text it, your sister. No, the bottom knows. line is, some, so, <laughs> so, so, sometimes it can work out great, and sometimes it can just take you out of oh, it. Yeah. And here, I think it works great. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, it's, it's. I feel like it always lends some certain amount of energy to the song where I get what you're saying. Like, I feel like it's, it's, it, it might take away some of the mystique, but it also feels like you're in the studio with them. Like we didn't cut this. Cause we want you to feel like you're in on, like, this is our process. Also, this is what we do. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Ed counting off. I thought that was cool. Um, I really oh, liked yeah, the, uh, um, uh, during the bridge, like the only, and only her tenderness stopped me from bawling my eyes out like that boop boop on the organ. Oh my God. It's just like, I'm, it's gotta be Andy who just like, slams his hand like burp, burp, like slams <laughs> no, his hand I thought down that was acapella. i thought they were going uh, only bop bop but like isn't oh. it them singing only her tender to stop me from bawling my eyes out i'm okay and that's why her I, I, I think there is them singing too, but also I, I it just sounded like a, a sustained organ blast for a second, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, they, I, I thought it was just more like acapella bullshit, like Bandicoot ladies just showing off their vocal range because that's what they do best. Like, check out what we could do, sound like an organ. I don't know. Uh, but I really, yeah, it comes back later in the song too. Mm-hmm. In the last verse, they do it. A lot of weird vocal Steve Scats at the end of the song. <laughs> <But do-do-do. laughs> I really like that. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I just I feel like this album specifically they're very present. They're like mm-hmm. in the studio, like we're just having a good time. This, even though like reading the Wikipedia entry, it sounds like it was a miserable process for mm-hmm. them because they gave them like whatever like. $70,000 like you have to spend every penny of it and they stressed out over that but like it sounds good it sounds like a fun album um, especially this yeah. yeah this song seems seems like it's a lot of fun too and Tyler does a really good job on the drums because he changes up he changes up the rhythm and beats there are like some polyrhythms going on there that really were pretty cool like I, where he does that I love that where like the drums yep have a have a fill going all the way through and then they like it just swaps to another related yes. beat i, I loved it yeah. i wrote tyler is the star here the drum line especially during the soaring part mm-hmm. where i decided for me like his drum beat there is like boom, brr, boom, 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 like it's just mm-hmm. it's so much fun and he's switching it up and like it's good it's it's a fun it's a fun drum beat i don't know Um, I don't, did, did you have any uh, any specific musical moments, Mitch, that you thought were interesting or cool or anything? Uh, no, no, not really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, not not in a bad way. Like like I just thought it was kind of like a, um, you know, honestly, like I kind of I kind I kind of like the, when when it the, when it when it goes into the chorus, even though I don't like like uh, the she part. Like I kind of yeah. do like the 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 breakdown there. I think it's I, I think it is kind of like a fun little moment, even though I don't like the lyrics. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. There's there's nothing there's nothing musically, and also like it's pleasant. I don't know, and there's nothing that I, I I'm not a musician. I can't really right. analyze it, but like for me, I the the whole song is kind of like. And I, I honestly, maybe this is a bad sign for the song, but I can't remember like a moment where it's like, yeah, there's like an awesome section right there <laughs> where like, 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 uh, like when I had Nick listen to Dave, my, my right. podcast co-host listen to Dave Matthews band where he's like, oh, I love this part where there's like the violin comes in here. Like for, it felt like kind of like a consistent ditty throughout the whole <laughs> <Right>. thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I, yeah. I totally get. And actually, I think DMB and, and Bannerkin Ladies might be for a lot of people just like, yeah, like water. Like, there's no taste to this. Yeah. It's just, it goes down smooth. Like, I'm not complaining, but like, I don't know. Like, what are you going to say? Well, the acoustic guitar, I think the, the riffs were pretty fun just yeah. through the whole thing. Well, see, and that's the difference between, I mean, Mitch is our guest and mm-hmm. he's listened to one Bannerkin Lady song mm-hmm. and to him it was un- unobtrusive, which is great. Yeah, but yeah, to yeah. us... We've had to listen to all of these. And so we're like minutely like, oh, did you hear Andy on the keyboards? <laughs> like to to a to a to a lay person, to somebody who just casually likes the Brannigan ladies. Uh-huh. Like, of course, this is like, oh, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, we're, we're digging in because uh, this might be kind of a jewel in the in the desert of uh, of a couple songs that we've had in these past few weeks that have just been like fucking yeah. get me through this fucking album. And um, we're not we're not even done yet. Like the next one. uh not yeah. a not a fan not a fan at all but Wrong yeah song I, did the ding dong i totally totally understand mitch that you're like hey, it's 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 pleasant it's nice it's funny because i i listened to it like five or six times and i was like i got a pretty good like i i got i got i got like a pretty good take on this song but i'm like now i'm like no i don't know like now 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 when you guys are like breaking down like oh the keyboard part i'm like oh yeah maybe yeah that does sound familiar oh well, we've got a the problem is we got to stretch a three minute song into like a f- 40 minute podcast episode so we gotta this is all just survival skills for us evan nobody's forcing us to do this we could quit at any time you're forcing me to do this that's true i am you guys sound like us now oh yeah oh per the terms of the contract (laughs) right by the way i i i I, the song that i was singing of tom petty was walls and then i couldn't i can't figure out where but i think you got lucky has a countdown i don't know why i thought of tom petty specifically right that has like has like has like a countdown for it but uh Tom Petty kind of like Tom Petty reminds you know what this is this is gonna be weird. R.I.P. Petty. With me. Tom Petty feels like the like upgraded version of Bare Naked Ladies <laughs> to me. I like that. Huh. How I, I wonder how so. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I I love Tom. I, I I feel like it feels like an evolved form. Like if it was a Pokemon, <laughs> Bare Naked so Ladies they, like next evolution sure. would be Tom Petty. Do they collectively evolve into Tom Petty, or do they evolve like? <laughs> Does like Steve evolve into Tom Petty and the rest of them evolve into the Heartbreakers? Yeah. The, the, the rest of them evolve into the Heartbreakers. Okay. You got to feed them each one rare candy, and then that's what you got. Yeah. Kind of like pleasant. I mean, like I feel like like Tom Petty music is maybe it goes like a little bit deeper or something, mm-hmm. or is like, but like also I don't know, not right. I mean, if we're being oh, honest, for sure. I, I, and, and this is someone who loves Tom Petty. Like I, I think he's I I love him. But great. yeah, no, I think I think obviously Tom Petty holds more of a <laughs> some cultural weight than bare naked ladies do mm-hmm. too. He's still selling sure, out arenas, I mean, so. But that's also that's like I feel like Tom that's Petty's like dead. such like. I like I said, Tom Petty is good. Oh, no, I said but, dead. But, but, oh, wait, is he dead? Oh, oh, yeah, he died. Oh, yeah, this no, year. He is dead. oh shit. Oh, okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah, <laughs> then yeah, he's Sacred, not still just, selling out arenas. He's selling out arenas in heaven. <laughs> or hell. He, uh, he he I I, I could have gone to his last concert and I didn't oh, go. Fuck. But I, oh, that's a bummer. I know. I I I'd, I'd seen him before, but yeah. um, my first concert was a Tom but, Petty uh, concert. Oh, cool. And also I I decided not to go. It was like my own fault. But this is I feel like that's like a funny like American thing to be like Bare naked ladies, what a joke when it's like, but we like them. Like right. we did we really did like them for for a good stretch of time. Like it was like a good few years I mean, there. Still, you know we what just, I mean? We just went to a bare naked lady concert and it was packed. There were probably five thousand people. Yeah, there easy, was a ridiculous easy. Yeah. And it's it's There you go, yeah. I, I kind of wonder I, I assume they don't mind that they're kind of a joke because it keeps them relevant. Even if it's a joke, I mean they say you know what, any any news is good or any uh, press is good press. Mm-hmm. Like even if people are still joking about bare naked ladies 
people are still talking about them. Well, they've so. always they've always come at it in a sort of tongue in cheek fashion. Yeah, for like, sure. They're singing about macaroni and playing their banjos, <laughs> right, right? You know, right. like they they know what they are. They're not they're not putting on airs or anything. Yeah. They're very very good folks. Yep, yep, for sure, definitely. Um, yeah, okay. Well, well, uh, all right. Anything else about about the music here, Evan? Oh um, no. Okay, yeah. I, I I just wanted to say when I was a kid, I used to like this song a lot, but. In listening to it again for this podcast, I realized that I had two lines totally off that changed the meaning. As a kid, a mondegreen, a mondegreen, two childhood mondegreens. I thought it was, "What's she want to do? Change me?" Like mm-hmm. he's being pissed off, like which doesn't make sense. And then, but I intend to worry about the things that other people say <laughs> instead of, "But I don't tend to worry uh. about." Like exactly the opposite. So I think so he doesn't actually worry about <laughs> them, but he's gonna he plans on to. he plans on worrying. One day about I want to start worrying yeah. about things that other people say. Yeah. Well, that sounds that sounds right yeah right. yeah uh, okay this 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 song is like so like uh, it just is perfectly 90s to me like yeah. i i mm-hmm. I, I, lo- I love how it's it, it's he's singing about like he, he's singing about kind of like his situation which isn't even that super interesting and obviously like we've said is like confusing when right. you when you dig down <laughs> and you're like what the fuck what is he really talking right. about but like it's a fun little nice ditty. It feels. I, I swear to God, I would have. I would have loved. I would have loved if I was born like, like eight years earlier or something. Mm-hmm. I would have. I, this. I would have been. I would have been at a bare naked ladies concert when I was twenty two years old. I would have fucking. I would have loved it. Oh, yeah, it's great. for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's when I went to all mine, except for recently. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I went as a teenager <laughs> I went as well. Like eighteen to twenty four, went to bare naked lady concerts, and then for a good solid twenty years, didn't go. <laughs> You're not you're the same age as us, right? Aren't you 35 or so? 36? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 35. 35. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're all we're all semi-contemporaries. So mm-hmm. yeah, that. I'm an old man. You're an old man. You're the I'm oldest. I'm 37. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, oh wow. I know, right? He's he's. You you were you were just a few years off from this, like from the from from uh, from living my dream. Yeah. As I'm talking <laughs> could have been <laughs> could have been a contender. <laughs> um, For yeah, a yeah. Lady fan. I, I like this song. I I thought it was fun. Uh, I'm trying to think. I thought I had like one more thing to say but i don't so let's go ahead and it puts you it puts it puts you in a good mood yeah. it puts you in a great it, mood. you know what I mean, it does it's short it's like three minutes long mm-hmm. and at the end of it i was like i kind of wish i had more like this ch- song it, leaves you wanting yeah, it in a good along. way it, it, it's got a little bop mm. it keeps going it yeah. doesn't it doesn't it doesn't overstay its welcome i feel like we're we're segueing in kind of naturally to rating the song so yeah. well actually i need to talk about the real you just talked about summoning a demon. You talked about a father-daughter relationship. What else it's could you obviously possibly... about season three, episode one of Full you House, Tanner's shit. Island? Okay, go specifically, ahead. How is this song about Full House? The, the Tanner family goes to a Hawaii, goes to Hawaii for a vacation. Season you. three opener, big open bang, uh, to celebrate two-year anniversary of Joey and Jesse moving in. Uh-huh. Okay, so Joey falls in love with a hula dancer. Okay, gets the whole like. He makes a connection, gets like gets gets that gets that endorphins we talked about earlier. He wants to be with the hula dancer, and she seems super chill. But guess what? what? Danny keeps getting involved because Danny has made a timetable of fun, a clipboard that he like checks off all the activities on. So Joey's time is decided for him. So, but he can't spend fine time in Danny's clipboard to uh, be with the hula dancer, and it all ends up with them getting stranded on an island and getting into a huge <laughs> argument, and the kids have to do some role reversal. Wow, that is crazy! I love how in depth you went. Where at the end you abandoned all the pretense of the song and just said, "And then they're on an island." Well, no, they were on an island though. Okay, great. What does that have to do with life in a nutshell? I was talking about the rest of the episode. Oh no, I understand. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't tend to worry about the things that other people say, especially right. my co-host, Saker. Yeah, fuck you. All right, so let's go ahead and rate this song. Right. So, um, as always, we will rate the song on our scale, which is from bare naked to fully clothed. Mm-hmm. So, um, Evan, we'll start with you, so Mitch can kind of understand that okay. the more what's 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 is it bare naked the, is the better. So yes. yeah, the, the more naked a song yeah, okay. is, uh, the 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 better it is, and mm-hmm. the more clothes it has on, the worse. So, Evan, go ahead. Let's let's rate this. So this is this song to me is Mr. Peanut. Okay, the all right, Peanut Man. So it's a. Uh, you know, not wearing any, uh, we're assuming the sh- a shell will be a skin stand-in. So no clothes on the torso. Okay. But he's got like a hat, s- a, hat a, a monocle, a cane, gloves, shoes. Like, I feel like his arms and legs aren't like jet black tubes. It's, like, uh-huh. So he's got sleeves on. Okay. And like chaps, basically. Okay, so just just a naked torso. Naked torso. So if, and face, I guess, too. Okay. I, I, so we're assuming, if, if Mr. Peanut were a person, were his, would his dick be hanging out, like, all the time? Oh, yeah. That's Absolutely. disgusting. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be flopping in the That way. is disgusting. His little peanut dick. <laughs> Fuck, his little peanut. Or his giant peanut dick. Plant. I don't know. He might have a floppy dong. <laughs> plant, plant, planters should get their shit together. Yeah. That's disgusting. Really well, how big do you think Mr. Peanut's dick would be? Um, oh, boy. I think... He's one of those. I think the size of a, a size of a peanut. Of peanut. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think he's fine. one of those ones where you crack him open and you think you were getting two peanuts, but you got three, baby. I think he's got a big one. <laughs> oh, he's always he, He's a nuts man. <laughs> he is a nuts. So he's got. Oh, he's, he's got a. He's got a. Uh, he's got a, a regular size penis, but his balls are his balls just are enormous and pendulous. <laughs> Disgusting. All like right. Elephantitis. <laughs> oh goodness, I hate this already. Um, all right, so there you go. That's that's your rating is yeah. is Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut. Uh, okay. Um, I think this song is, oh goodness, I should have done some construction beforehand here. I think this song, uh, in, in keeping with, uh, in keeping with your nut theme, uh, I think it's a mascot, uh, for a, uh, a, a peen, a nut store, a very specialty store. Uh, the store is going out of business. Um, so this guy really has to do something drastic. What's the store's name? Specificity is the oh, soul of narrative. Absolutely it is. Yes. And the store's <laughs> name is, uh, Nuts for Nuts. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so uh, he's he's wearing like a giant walnut. It's costume. one of those stores that's been there for a long time. So it's on like Nut Street. Like you know, like stores oh, that yeah, have been the, there for the so long. The street was named after yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like the small thing that, that it was the only store on there for a while. Absolutely. So it's on Nut Avenue <laughs> or Nut Circle. Nut Circle. Um, yeah, Nut he's, Court. In, uh, he's wearing. Wow, just keep saying street name. Well, no, Nut Court nut because Ave, he's like Nut it's like Street. A, well, it's like a a, a, a religious, uh, not religious, uh, like a royal themed thing. So nuts got about it. nuts. So he wears like a crown because it's on nut court. Okay, got it. Okay, it's on nut court. He's mm-hmm. wearing a crown. He has a scepter, but he's got a big walnut costume, mm-hmm. right? And his like his his bare arms and legs are out of this walnut costume. But he fears that if he doesn't do something, this store is going to go out of business. So in the grand tradition of any press is good press, at one point during the day, as the parade is marching down the street, I didn't mention it's July 4th, he opens his walnut costume. He's spinning his sign to reveal that he's completely naked underneath. Uh, a, a paper is... He's arrested they write it up in the local paper but the nuts to nuts their business goes wild everybody wants to shop at the because the, the the headline of the paper was like local man goes nuts and uh it's uh it's a big to do and so, everybody shops this so it's a man wearing a giant walnut costume but at some point he flashes you that's my rating for this song so is it naked or is it 
momentarily naked. Mo- it's it's mostly naked all the time, but then you have flashes of full nudity. I think in this song. Hmm. Yeah, I really like this song. I think it's good. Okay. Uh, but he's got the crown on, so he's got some clothes. Uh, Mitch, what do you? Th- <laughs> I know our rating system is convoluted. It's not as easy as forks. But what do you think about uh, about life in a nutshell? Hmm. I'm gonna say to go with a nut theme. Let me think of. All right. So like, this is a guy who's like. He's like 21 years old. They call him they call him the Nut Man. That's what they call him. Love it. That's his that's that's his nickname. That's just like he's like he's like a crazy guy but he okay. so this is how he's dressed. He Lots wakes up, parties. he gets out of bed, he puts on shorts, uh-huh. no under no underwear. Got yeah. it. So so he there's no underwear going on down there. He's he's going free down below but mm-hmm. there's shorts on. And then he's throwing on a tank top and then he's got sandals on and that's it. That's all he's got. That's all he's wearing. So it's like there's there's clothes there, there you know there's sure. clothes there, but it's like nice and breezy. He's uh-huh. he's, he, he's 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 on, he's only like he's very relaxed dressed. Nice. Mitch, yeah. the nut man, tank top, short. <laughs> Did you just describe John Gabris? Or I'm pretty sure you may have. I I, I, I swear to God in my head that's what I was. Thinking <laughs> of Gabris. He's he's gay. It's it's Gabe. I, I I vote that this song is Gabris level. Basically, okay. how Perfect. how he dresses. Perfect. All right, I'll tweet this at him when the episode comes out too, so he knows that you rated the song John Gabris. Uh, cool, Mitch. That's a perfect rating for this song. Nicely done, uh, Mitch. It was an absolute dream to have you on. I am such a big Doughboys fan, so this was a pleasure. What yeah, I he, would Saker would not shut up about you and the Doughboys. I've been and very excited. Birthday boys. This Evan whole Evan is day. not impressed. He's like this sucks. I, I I like your I like your catalog. I'm a big fan, but I just I couldn't match Saker's level of enthusiasm. I, I, I am the Doughboys fan, and I mean, as I'm sure you know, Mitch, oh, Evan and I both love BJ's Brewhouse, yes. and so Evan never listened to an episode of Doughboys before, and so I hadn't listened to it yet, and so I recommended like, dude, Hollywood Handbook is my other favorite podcast, and they're on this episode about BJ's, and it's gonna be great. And then, of course, Evan listened to it and was like, when do they start talking about food? <laughs> Which is, I think, everyone's big, you know. And it was like one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. Really? Really? At the time, I think. Good I God! Think. The oh, answer man. is the answer to that question is about about forty five to fifty minutes. <laughs> exactly. Into the yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Mitch. Thank do you have you. anything that you want to plug right now? No, no, no. That's fine. Uh, Doughboys, sure. Doughboys. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Very good. Listen to Doughboys every Thursday. Uh, um, it's a blast. A good time. Hell so. yeah! Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, this oh, is no. great. I, I, and you know what? I'm gonna listen to some bare naked ladies. See, I'm not gonna well. listen to Life in a Nutshell probably again. <laughs> But I'll listen, to, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to some of that first album. If there's a song that you want to be on eventually, because we're growing chronologically, you just let me know. We'll be happy to have you back on anytime, yeah, my friend. You are an absolute delight. All right, cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Oh, man. thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. See you later. See ya. See ya. Hey, Evan. I'm super high energy now. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. I can't I'm having a great have time. enough energy in my body. Oh, you don't I, even I like know. I find my hair standing on end. My eyes are just boiling. Pop, pop. <laughs> There they go. My teeth are my teeth are cracking in my mouth. Your eyes are boiling. Your teeth are cracking. Your nose is sloughing off. I just hear a high pitched buzzing noise in uh, my head, and that's my brain. Oh goodness! Why are Working, you overclocked? Why I overclocked. I got some portent polish. <laughs> I got. I lightened my chassis. <laughs> so you I, pushed out everything that was uh, yeah. unnecessary. I got my bones lightened. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Are they bird bones now? You filled them with oxygen? Oh yeah. You just get them hollowed out. You get them scraped so that they weigh nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now every step, I feel like I'm floating on air. Wow. You ever see that like squirrels? Like when the squirrels hop. They like hop in the air and they're like a little perfect U and it looks like they have no weight at all. It's because they weigh like three millipounds. No. That's, that's a unit of measurement. <laughs> three millipounds. That's, uh, that's, that's not true, is it? Are squirrels light? 
You can't have fat. You're super heavy. Can you have a fat squirrel? <laughs> I suppose you could have a fat squirrel, Hold but on. I feel like fat animals are really difficult to have in nature because you're always starving. But look at this cute fat squirrel picture I found. There's a lot of pictures okay. of cute fat squirrels. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty fat squirrel. How do squirrels get fat? How probably, do animals get fat probably besides for humans? human feeding them oh, like bits yeah. of bread or, yeah. or like lard dipped in honeydew. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't do it the other way around. I don't dip honeydew in lard. Deep fried <laughs> Sometimes honey, I'll just, honeydew lard. I'll take a handful of lard and just dip it in some it's cantaloupe. Like a, yeah. A fruit salad. Mm. And yum, feed yum. it to a squirrel until it gets me. real fat. You know who else is all about feeding lard to squirrels? <laughs> who is that? Well, that would be. Let me pick a. <laughs> that would be, of course, Kevin. Oh, Kevin Hearn. Yes, Kevin Hearn. Kevin Hearn was on the brink of suicide when he met a man named Joe. Joe. Paterno. Paterno. Okay. <laughs> is Joe an angel? <laughs> Is he? These are not <laughs> the questions I'm asking you for fun. Okay, so Joe, is Joe Paterno an angel? Yeah. I don't think so. Is he a demon? Uh, probably. Is he something else entirely? Uh, where demon? Regular readers know, as all four Ooh. seasons of the text-based weekly web series are now available, of G-O-D is my BFF. They didn't put that anywhere in the copy, it's just the title of this, but I'm assuming that's what they're talking about. Head on over to IABDpresents.com for the complete story, as well as all of our stories. Give it to me. When I, when I say our, I'm including us in there. Oh, yeah. I've been writing original content for IABD. Well, that's nice for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's nice for me and of me. What did you do? I wrote a story about my mommy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Go on. Yes, and? <laughs> yes, and she makes dessert. Oh. And, in this story. Uh, is like one of her famous pies? Um, yeah. And? We're, it's all been done. <laughs> And we're back. Okay. With, hey, guess what? What's that? You know what's funny? Is it gum? It's gum. Damn, it's funny. Um, so, <laughs> welcome back, faithful listeners. Uh, we're going to spin the dial to get our bonus segment for life in a nutshell. So let's hear what it will be. <laughs> Sorry, I burpeed. Thanks, uh, this, this was fun. One is, Thanks, this was fun. Thanks, <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> this one is called Everything Old is New Again. So, mm. you're going to score a scene from a piece of media with this song. So, life in a nutshell, uh, what scene from a piece of media would be better with this song behind it? Is there a, like, Chippendale Rescue Ranger, like, Chippendale movie? That's cute. Life in a where, nutshell. Where one of the chip... Oh, they're both men, aren't they? Yeah. Don't they have, like... Do they have, like... Gadget? Par partners in the... Or well, that's, the, that's like Rescue Rangers, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're talking about the old Disney? Yeah, the Disney stuff. Oh, who I don't cares? Know. Okay. What? They were like non-characters back then. Yeah. Chip and Dale were just like... I feel like in general, old Disney cartoons were... There was a protagonist who was kind of meaningless and who was a dickhead asshole and you, tried, <laughs> you, you were supposed to cheer for. I hated like, that. Like Snow White? No, like Roadrunner. Like Chip and Dale. Oh, uh, you're thinking... Like, Wait. Oh, not Road okay. So Looney Tunes, Bear, all those old cartoons. Yeah. Like the the protagonist is an asshole. Tweety Bird, like just all again. He... Those aren't Disney. Oh, Tom from Tom and Jerry. Not Disney. I'm just talking about old. Okay, <laughs> just old cartoons. I take yeah. it back. <laughs> Tom yeah. and like Tom Warner from Brothers, Tom and Jerry is yeah. the worst. Like he's such a piece of shit. I hate him. Uh, I like I cheer for or wait no, which one's the mouse? It's Jerry, Jerry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Jerry's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, I feel like Chip and Dale were also, like, that that role. Well, Until we got into Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers and they actually gained personalities. Well, my and... thing is, like, 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 those cartoons are, name, are mainly, like, slapstick, right? 
Yeah. So you got to have an asshole. Like th- the Three Stooges. Like it's just physical abuse. Yeah, but we're not cheering for Mo. Everybody loves Curly in the Three Stooges. Okay. Right? Well, I mean, but because Curly's the one who gets the shit kicked out of but, him. But I mean, in Tom and Jerry, presumably, if Tom ever catches Jerry, yeah. he's going to eat him, yeah. like devour him. So that's so the way of life. Right. But. In the context of that relationship, whatever Jerry does to Tom is justified because oh. Tom wants to kill and eat him. Maybe. Maybe. It's Tom because he's a Tomcat, buddy. Oh, shit. And he's Jerry because he's a Jerry mouse. Well, he's German, yeah. <laughs> what? That's what we call Jerry's. Uh, Germans in, in World War One. But you're lying to me and I hate you. No, no, seriously. We called him Jerry's. I was alive back then, remember? Yeah, so why is the mouse called Jerry? The mouse isn't German. Oh, isn't he? Did you ever hear him talk? <laughs> oh, that is the one episode he just recited all of Hitler's speeches for uh, some reason. World War One, buddy. Hitler didn't exist. It's like Kaiser Wilhelm. Wait, did Tom and Jerry come out before World War Two? No. I'm just then what are you talking t- about? We, I'm talking about us calling Germans Jerry's. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Um, you are we had to say tickety because the Kaiser stole our word for 20. What? We had to say I was working on the turlet. The fuck are you talking? You are. I walked to key two miles that day. <laughs> what are you saying? You kids. I think you're having you a stroke. Kids won't, you kids won't get it. No. If this is a reference. Like one, to one of our listeners will get it. Okay. And they're going to. Is it Dave uh, from your camp? Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. Our okay. awesome listener. But what was. Oh, not Higher Life in a Nutshell. Rescored right. to a new yes. scene. Your turn. <laughs> Wait, so what was your I took scene? A, Something from Chippendales where they're like trying to woo a lady, I'm sure. You think? I don't know. Her life in a nutshell, I guess, like that. So you think. Maybe it- this is. Okay, this is where Gidget gets her spin. Gadget? Gadget? Yeah, I think it's Gadget. Gadget gets her spin off, her, her long awaited spin off series. Uh, okay. And this is the opening. This is the theme song. This is the theme song. Life in a nutshell. I like that. But it's just the chorus because the rest of the song is kind of gross. Would be would be gross applied to an anthropomorphic squirrel. Right. Um. But I, you know what? I think She's Gadget. She's like a baby. I'm like a cat. Uh, I think Gadget is responsible for a lot of people's sexual awakenings. There's a lot of Gadget porn online. Okay. Uh, so I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that. No, but it may not be. It may not be as as questionable. The rest of the song is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, but the okay. Well, I mean, people who read into that, right? Right. It'd be that would. I think you're playing to the furries, which is fine. Hey, hey, you know, whatever. Playing to the furries is the name of my what cover band. Uh, Playing to the Furries is the name of my... Wiggles cover band. Wiggles cover band? Ew. All babies are going to grow up to be furries? Fair enough. I like it. Um, Yeah, I'd say I would score... um, Maybe, like, there's a time when, uh, like, halfway or three-fourths of the way through Groundhog Day, uh, where we just get this accompanying one of his, like, random days. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, I feel like a lot of these are so good as montages. Montages need music. Um, But I feel like this would be good for, like, life in a nutshell. Like, this is what I do every day. I get up and, you know. um, So would they change it from her to his? Because it's talking about Bill Murray's character? It's for the Groundhog Day reboot. Where it's all female. That's fine. (laughs) The SJW. I'd watch reboot that. Of I'm trying to think. Hunt. I'm trying to think who would play Bill Murray's character in female. Gr- I mean, it'd have to be like Melissa McCarthy. Or, no, I'm like so that. tired of Melissa. McCarthy. I think she's hilarious, but I yeah. Can't. But I'm just trying to think. Or like a Kirsten Wig would do, and then she's she's sort of the same boat where she's been in everything. Um, who would be a good female like someone? Bill Murray? Someone kind of a bra- who can play abrasive. Yeah. Because uh, um, Bill Murray's an ass. Yeah. In the not. In, I don't know him in real life or anything. No, in the, in, in the, the movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it would be... Um, is B. Arthur still alive? No, she's dead. Okay, so B. Arthur. 
is my vote. So a ghost. Yes, the ghost, the CGI corpse of B. Arthur. Oh, what they so did like with grand, Princess Leia? Like a grandma Tarkin. Yeah, Grandma Tarkin. Grandma Tarkin. <laughs> That's who she's grandma playing. Grandma. That's her character's name. In this grandma sink. Tarkin. It's called Grandma's Day. Oh boy. All right. Um. Well, it's that segment. <laughs> Now it's time to, for a little segment called Bare Naked Mail. If you have a piece of mail that you want to send us, you can do it. Uh, our email address is itsallbeendonepodcast at gmail.com. And I would love for you to uh, to send us some uh, some questions because uh, you guys have been sending some awesome questions lately. This is a question Thank you. Uh, from our friend named Nathan. Nate from New Jersey is how he wanted to be identified. Sounds good. He says, hey, He's gang. the only one. <laughs> is he the only one? Uh, he says, hey, gang, love the show. Oh, thank you, Nate. So thank you. Very, very uh, And thank honored. you, New Jersey. Uh, since you're never going to cover snack time, I wanted to ask now. If you got to choose another band or artist to make a goofy children's album, who would it be and what would the album be called? Keep up the great work, mm. Nate from New Jersey. That's a good question. It's a great question. I love these ones that swerve away from Bare Naked Ladies so we could stop fucking talking about Bare Naked Ladies for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Why did we about? do this podcast? Well, you believed me into I it. I did bully you into it. Uh, okay, so another band. Who would do an interesting children's well, album? Okay, are we doing a band who would do a good job and have a good time doing it? Or are we doing like some like a crossfade where we're doing somebody who you would never think of? I, I almost think that like, not that I would want to. Listen, if like I'm Someone God, who takes themselves way too seriously. That's and then what just I'm like thinking. Force them to do a children's album. So they're like, put... Like you cannot leave like this Slayer. hotel room yeah, until. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Slayer would enjoy, like. I think any metal band would enjoy doing a children's album because they're. I mean, metal's just tongue in cheek. Like everybody's in on the joke, sort of thing. For sure. Yeah, except for like black metal or you know Nazi metal and stuff like that. But oh, like, is that a thing? Oh yeah, a lot of there. There's like a a website that lists what bands are like. What metal bands are actually like neo-nazis or have neo-nazi sympathizers and i had to i had to clean out about half my uh holy shit there's just you people you wouldn't know like, wow are you well, i mean they're metal bands so and, and it's all from like germany and norway and stuff so there's a lot of sort okay of, sort of underground badness over there i got my answer okay go ahead i would like to hear randy newman do a children's album an album specifically for children that, uh, he would do a good job he would do a great job his sense of humor is so tongue-in-cheek and so fun and i told the, the mm-hmm. you got a friend in me is a delightful song mm-hmm. and that's a song he sort of wrote for children i would love to hear a whole album of rand newman jams <laughs> i like my newman jams <laughs> What's it going to be called? Newman Newman's Jam. No, it would be called... And I'll have a picture of him. Just he, I'm picturing Randy Newman behind it. his piano, yeah. but he's got like a he's got one of a napkin like tucked in, yes, and it's just empty jam jars everywhere, and his hands are all sticky, and the oh. piano keys are all sticky, and there's like little fingerprints, and it's just surrounded by children. Okay, I got it. Mm-mm. It's him. It's sort of like that. He's got a bib on, but he's mm-hmm. in a high chair, uh-huh. and he's got a bunch of jams on his thing, and the album is called New Jams for the New Man. Mans. New jams for the New Mans. Randy New by Randy New Mans. <laughs> That's a great album. <laughs> I want to hear new jams for the new mans. I really like that. That's great. So that will be our person who would do a really good job and enjoy yes. it. Now okay. let's do one for That's somebody. That's yours then. Oh, I have to. Okay. Oh, that was, Randy Newman was mine. So who oh, are you okay. going to do? If you were God and you could force a, a band to get in the studio and, and lock it. And lock it. And, and fill it up like, with poison gas. I wouldn't kill them. I don't want to kill them. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's not what we're doing? We're not killing a band? <laughs> I got confused on what the question was. I'm trying to think of a band that would... What about like a hate it but do a good job anyway? 
I feel like uh, maybe uh, Lincoln Park. Would they do a good job? I feel like they would hate it and do a bad job. Okay, good. Do you think so, Limp Biscuit would be along the same lines? Limp Biscuit? What fucking decade are we in? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was going to say Green Day, but because they're sort of... Ugh. Hey, they do some good songs really? back in the day. I, oh, back in the day, like, Dookie's when I come great. around, yeah, Dookie's Everything great. But I mean, I feel like bullshit. I feel like a little punky, uh, a punky children's album would be kind of fun. Punky children's album. There's yeah. got to be a better punk like band no than FX. Green Day, though. No effects would be fun. Uh, you know, any ska band could pivot into a children's hey, album. The Aquabats did it. Yeah, I mean they have a children's show. Any ska band. The Aquabats. The Aquabats are so funny. I went to one of their shows. And the crowd was 40-year-old third-wave ska fans who are there to, like, fucking, like, mosh and throw uh-huh. bows. And, like, five-year-old children who are there because they love the Aquabat Super oh, Show. Man. It was the most insane. Because there was a mosh pit. Uh-huh. And there were also five-year-olds. And they were, the Aquabats were, like, like, uh, BK, like everybody. Uh-huh. And they were, like, next time we got to have an early show and a late show. That's, like, that's smart. Kids only at the early show. But then there was, like brave like this dad was like in the mosh pit with his daughter on his shoulders oh and the was like is she okay and she was like the daughter was like yeah this is great like a, like like, a, like a master blaster situation hell yes, she's got exactly. like she's got brass knuckles and she's just <laughs> embargo on and she's laying about herself exactly. like a baseball bat so you say no effects you like no effects I, I was thinking like i mean if we're gonna go a little more like i would say voodoo glow skulls would probably be my choice Ooh, i don't even know what that is oh they're a they were or i think they're still a band okay i haven't listened to and i'm sure they have new albums but I haven't listened to them since the late 90s, early aughts, but they're okay. a good, they're a fun, like, uh, Latin inspired, like, uh, they sing in Spanish and English. What's your and, favorite Voodoo Glow Skulls band or song? Because uh, I'm going to put it in right here. I don't actually remember a lot of names of the Voodoo Glow Skulls. Great. But, uh, Wonderful. Very helpful. Baile de los Locos. Great. El Ballet de los Locos. I love Dude. that song. It Great. Is a, that's like a freak out, flip out song. But yeah. I think they would do a really good job. Uh, the singer's kind of a mush mouth. Okay. Like he he doesn't enunciate very clearly. Right. But I feel like they're peppy enough and their their horn section is like frenetic. Oh, like really? the fastest horns in the biz. That would be fun. Yeah. I think they would they would get a kid's album. You know, like the album you would play at a birthday party where the kids have all had like cake and Coca-Cola <laughs> they just run and they're just like running around screaming, shooting like darts, like nerf darts at each what other. What is Baile? Is Baile Dance? Dance of the, yeah, Dance of the Crazy People. Yep. Baile de los Locos. Yeah, I love that. Um, And what would the children's album be called? Baile de los Locos. No! Baile de los Niños. Oh, okay. Niños is fine. Uh, okay, so dance of the of the children. <laughs> dance. Uh, dance of the crazy children. I don't know enough Spanish to actually. Baile de los loquitos. The, the tiny crazy people. <laughs> um, okay, good. Very good. I like both of those answers. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Now's a time of the podcast where we... Beg you for an iTunes review. Yeah. We read iTunes yeah. reviews. We haven't done this in a long, yep. long time. Go ahead, Saker. You've worn me down. Oh, good. This it. one is uh, a uh, four-star review from Butts Weekly. It says, stupidly funny. This show is weirdly entertaining. We got I... on the cover of Butts Weekly? I know, right? I liked it a lot more than I expected. What does that mean? That's that's the best phrase <laughs> I can think of. The stupid bits are actually quite funny, and the vampire headcanon is my favorite. 
I laughed out loud several times while listening on my drive home and then had to look up the songs and lyrics when I got there because I've never listened to most of them previously. The first couple of episodes wander a lot before they find a good groove, but overall... I like it. I think we're still wandering. I think we will never stop wandering. Butts Weekly, thank you so much. That is very, very kind. Thank you, Butts. Uh, thank you, Butts. Mr. Weekly, I don't... Mrs. Weekly. Mix Weekly. I feel like we're on a first name basis with him. You think so? Okay. All right. I'm down with that. Thank you, Butts. Or, or her. <laughs> thank you much, I mean, Butts. women have Butts, too. Well, do they? I've never yeah. seen a woman fart or poop. Have you? Have you seen a woman poop? Stop being cagey about this, Evan. Evan, give me a goddamn answer. Fuck. All right. <laughs> I've never seen a woman poop. You've got, oh, thank you. That's all I wanted to know. Not to my knowledge. I don't. If I have, I don't remember it. At what point is there a point in every relationship? No. <laughs> I. I'm not yes ending this. <laughs> well, no, because there is no point in any relationship I've ever been in where I felt comfortable going to the bathroom in front of my partner. Really? Not even number one. You it's, don't piss in front of your partner? No, I piss behind a closed door in the bathroom like a human adult. Yeah, but if, if your partner is brushing his teeth... Would I just go into the bathroom and piss behind them? No. Why not? Because I have... You're a busy man. you got I things to do. I would hold it till they left the bathroom, like someone who respects their partner, no. and not pee in the same like room Ridiculous. they're in. Ridiculous. No, at some point I mean, I could, during a relationship, you you fart and poop in front oh, of your partner. Oh, farting is a different story. Yeah, okay, we, but poop, we, we, we pooping fart. is just big fart. No, pooping is it just is big fart something come very out. Very <laughs> different. No, pooping is just big fart something okay. come out. Okay, let me uh let me paint a picture for you, Saker. Okay. You don't seem to understand the difference between farting and pooping. It's basically the same. Did you know poop particles go everywhere when you fart? Here's my question. You are walking down the street uh -huh. and you fart. Great. What do you do? Die of embarrassment. <laughs> I mean, no one's around. Okay, I'm okay. So you just keep walking. Yeah. You're walking down the street and you poop. Uh-huh. Now what do you do? Uh, I uh, Uber home. <laughs> so that's the difference. What? One yeah. of them. One of them big fart thing come out. I think I said that. But it's the same thing. You're releasing stink gas. Stink gas is a part of the, the poop. Okay. The only difference between the two is a social construct. If we accepted as no. a whole that people could shit themselves, we'd be a happier culture. Uh... I've read articles that agree with you. Yes, <laughs> like that. It was. It was about a. Yes, I'm also on gross, some adult baby fetishes. Gross. It's like it's like a so like the cultural construct of like grossness. Oh, okay. Like because it's a real thing. Yeah, because I was thinking like the 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 doctor they had on. She was talking about like how we as a culture construct what is gross and what isn't, and, right. and she uses like food. Obviously, like some cultures find food, some foods that other eat, right. some foods monkey like, brains. Yeah, and, that, yeah, sure. I mean, not to go that exotic, but like just, well, okay. just general things sure. in general that we would not eat in our culture. But she said specifically, like I'm thinking, like, well, I feel like there are in my head. I'm like poop, like. It's, everyone thinks poop is gross and she's like actually and, and as if she oh. was reading my mind she's like you know we have to teach our kids to uh think the poop is gross because babies certainly don't yeah that's like, true they they will smear poop anywhere they will touch poop they will hand it on their hands they will For smear sure. it on themselves they will poop on the walls and stuff thankfully luke has never done that yeah but like yeah and i find myself like in his diaper he's like poop i'm like yeah gross poop like i have to like teach my son that poop is gross why are you, and you know doing what that? i don't feel bad about why that. are you doing it though have you thought about why because poop is gross What's gross about it? Uh, everything. <laughs> like, what are you arguing here? <laughs> I don't know. I'm championing shit for some reason. I feel like, like it needs a hero. There's nothing wrong with people who like 
shit, I guess. But like, I don't, I don't want to cast aspersions for you. Know, you're, yeah, you're, you're kink shaming. You're not, I don't want to. No, I'm no, I'm not. I'm not kink shaming. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But I don't think you mm. should do it in public or mm. around your. My, I think we should adults. Yeah. open with yeah. We should be open. We should be a you are a culture where sex is not twisting. Oh, he's behind words. the. We can't talk about sex. We can't. No, I think people should shit in front of each other, in public all the time. That's the world saker once, everyone. That's the world saker once. The bare naked ladies podcast. I'm not advocating violence against saker, <laughs> but I'm just saying if you don't want that world, something's got to happen to him. Something's got to give. <laughs> something's got to give. Uh, did we already do an email? Yeah. yeah, we did. I forgot. <laughs> All right. It's been a long day, buddy. Oh, Jesus. Review us on iTunes, please, uh, so we can read your reviews out loud. Um, we, uh, we, we, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter at been done pod on Twitter where it's all been done. American ladies podcast on Facebook. It's a good time. Evan. Saker. What do you have to plug this week? Jesus. Your nostrils get real flary. I fucking hate. Why? I let you do your fucking reviews. Uh huh. Why, why? I stopped doing the, uh, his, he's 37, his name's Evan. <laughs> you didn't though. Remember? We cut that out. You did it again. No, I just say what I'm ruined now. Okay. I guess. See? So what are you plugging? I'm not plugging anything. Well. I'm never plugging anything. I wish you would. Not here. I'm not plugging it. Never. Okay. All right. Fair. Well. Yeah. I, you made this awkward. You made this real I awkward and uncomfortable. I'm so you sorry. Know, I'll go there. I'm not afraid to go I awkward. I don't mind Pete Holmes in it. It's fine. It's cool. Well, in any case... I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one week. week.